Hi, and welcome to Quilt Connections. I'm Karen Ponichelle, your host, and today's guest is Judy Bastian. Judy is a quiltist, an artist who creates art with quilts. She's also from Greensboro, North Carolina. Welcome, Judy. Thank you, Karen. How are you doing today? I am doing great. I think after a little snow, we're going to get some spring. I hope so. I hope so. So tell, uh, so tell us, how did you begin as a quilter? Well, I first started out by sewing my own clothes, and then I was a costume designer, and then I got curious about this quilting. I wanted to figure out how those quilters made the quilt and turned it inside out. I, I thought you just did it like a pillowcase, and that is not the case. And I mentioned it to one of my sisters, and she gave me sort of the beginner's toolkit one Christmas, and at the time I lived in Seattle, so in the beginning, Quilt Shop had some classes, and I signed up for a sampler, and the instructor was Marsha McCloskey. And realizing who Marsha McCloskey is now, I couldn't have started with anybody better. And the sampler class gave me a really good, broad view of quilting. And at the time, the rotary cutter was just coming out, okay. and we drafted our own patterns. We, we learned everything from the ground up. So I had a really good, solid foundation in the beginning. Oh, that's great. So did you do, have you made a lot of, like, traditional quilts in the beginning? I started out, I started out with traditional quilts, and there are so many different quilting techniques to try that I started making wall quilts because the bed quilts um, just necessarily take the time and the patience to do it. And I wanted to try other techniques. So I'd say in the 90s when I lived in Maine, um, I got very involved with the State Quilt Guild, and I was also a charter member of Art Quilts Maine, and I belonged to the Renegades with Diane Heyer and a few others. And we we started pushing the envelope and finding rules to break at every opportunity. Okay, okay, very cool, very cool. Um, what did you start out making? Did you start out making like um, nature scenes or botanicals or abstract? What did you start out doing? It was more uh, taking a traditional pattern and changing something about it, whether changing the grid, uh, warping it a little bit, trying um different techniques to make it my own. Great, great. Uh, that sounds like a lot of fun. So I know you do have some n new exciting news is that you had a piece in Art Quilt's Elements. So uh, tell us about that. Tell us about your piece. I was so excited when I, I saw the call for entry and I thought, well, I'll put my piece in and see what comes back. It was a juried show and international, but I thought, you know, put it out there and see what comes back. And I was just delighted that my piece was um, accepted. And I went to the opening in Pennsylvania last week, and it is just a gorgeous show. So if people live near Philadelphia, it, it's just an amazing show to see. And the show runs through April 28th. Mm -hmm. uh, it is beautifully hung and beautifully lit, and it's the mix of art quilts that they were just wonderfully curated and selected so it's well worth the trip to go see it um, and also in Philadelphia there's so many other things to 
see. So it's it's a good trip if you're in that area. Mm-hmm. Is it a traveling show? Do you know? It is not. It is. Um, let's see. It opened on the 16th and it runs through April 28th. So it's there for a good amount of time. Okay. okay. And the staff at the art center just couldn't be better. Oh, great. So tell us about your piece. How did you create it? And I think it, is it of the, is it of the ocean? Is that correct? It is. I um, have wanted to figure out a way to combine my photography and quilting. And I had taken pictures and pieced works from the pictures. And then I saw Joe Kirtles, I am sorry to mispronounce her name, um, K-E-R-T-T-U-L-A. She does amazing photo quilts, and the way she manipulates the fabric and the textures is just astounding. So I talked to her about how she does it, and I decided to try it. So two years ago, I went up to Virginia Beach and just shot a bunch of pictures. And when I was looking through the... um, the thumbnails, there were two pictures that just went together. One was taken from the 18th floor of the hotel, and the other was taken of the beach. And it was early in the morning where the sun is just on the water, and it was a hot August day, and it was just extraordinary. So a friend of mine helped me Photoshop the two images into one. Mm -hmm. And then that image was sent to Spoonflower and printed on cotton, and then I machine quilted it with about 15 different threads, rayons, metallics, cottons. I was looking for the depth of color, and to add a little sparkle, I used a bronze metallic and a silver metallic. Mm-hmm. And I'm just really happy with it. And when I got the fabric from Spoonflower to back up a moment, I debated how I was going to construct it, whether I wanted to do a collage or how it was. So I just put it up on the design wall, and I just looked at it and just let it be for a while. And I love the depth of the picture on that fabric that came out, so I just decided I was going to quilt it to bring those colors out, the different values, and just very, very happy with that piece. Oh, cool. Um, I have thought about um, having something printed, something that I've uh, photographed through Spoonflower. Was that um, uh-huh. an easy process? How was that process? It was very, very easy. Um, they're extremely helpful, and their blog on the site um, has a lot of frequently asked questions and some good information. They've just opened up an office in Berlin, so for the European customers, you can do um, there's there's service available on both ends, and I've also taken a class with Becca Ron R A H N, and she offers an online class for Spoonflower, and it it is a wonderful class. So for people who are curious about it, um, just go to the Spoonflower site and play around, or if you need a little more guidance, Becca's online class. Uh, is wonderful. The Spoonflower Handbook is available, and from time to time, Becca comes to Durham. She lives in Minnesota, and she comes to Durham and teaches a class. Okay. So through all that, I experimented both um, designing fabric and then taking the images and printing them out, and there's a lot of options that are available, and they also 
coordinate with two companies. One is Roostery that does home goods, and the other one, um, Sprout Pattern. So you can choose a pattern, choose the fabric, and then they print the pattern on the fabric. So it's it's redefining cut and sew. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah, and, and they have all kinds of fabrics as well. So if you want to do velvet or minky or mm-hmm. you can make leggings, uh, whatever you want. And you can get an 8-inch sample of the work. So uh, sometimes I'll do my quilt labels. I'll just size them mm-hmm. and then get a little um, sample. So it, it depends on what kind of fabric you want to do. And they also do gift wrap and wallpaper. Oh, wow. So you can have your quilts as wallpaper as well. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Wow, that's Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, they're, they are very easy to work with and um, just a great, great place. Okay, great. Good to know. Good to know. Was this your uh, first juried show you'd entered? Um, I've entered the Paqua shows in Cary, mm-hmm. um, but this was the first one outside my geographic area um, that I'd entered. And I, I just was over the moon uh, when I got notification that it had been accepted. It was an affirmation that I was on the right track. And this quilt was seen at the main quilt show last summer, and I received um, Judge's Choice and a blue ribbon on that. Oh, that's wonderful. So, yeah, this this quilt's doing very well. Oh, good, good. That's wonderful. Um, Well, I know um, that we had talked um, earlier that you had gotten a mid-arm machine. Did you use the mid-arm machine on that? I did. Mm. I did. And I I chose the mid-arm because I don't have the space for a long arm. Mm -hmm. And the mid-arm is a very easy machine to use. It's got a wider throat. And the way that I quilt is, um, I call it free-range quilting, where I don't go in sections where I quilt uh, following the design of the the image or doing um, just some free-range quilting where I, I just give it some texture, give it some quilting. So I wanted more space um, play around with than the long arm would give me because the long arm you're you're working with the the vertical or the horizontal space right. and uh, I found out that you know the long the mid arms are pretty similar and also the price point made more sense for me as well sure sure yeah and I find that um, the orofill and the wonderful threads work very well with it um, metallics not so much yeah i've had a i've had a problem with metallics and some rayons as well with um yes. with my machines yeah. even though i right. love them even, yeah you know. the speed of the speed of the machine is really tough on the threads oh yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so tell yeah. us more about your um your studio space you, you have the mid arm in there what else what else do you have yes and i've always sewn with five and i think i'm on my fifth one it oh, really? just is a really easy machine to maintain, and it, it does a lot. It has a built-in walking foot, which I have always mm. loved. Mm. So okay. there aren't extra attachments that you have to mess with. And so I have the, the regular soft domestic, and then I have the mid-arm. And sometimes with the quilts, I'm using both. And with the, oh, the mid-arm, 
think it's a four, 12 or 14 inch throat. It's a really good size. Mm, okay. And um, yeah, so sometimes I'm, I'm going between the two machines, but two machines is my max right now. I don't don't need any more. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. What um, is is your mid arm a faff? It is. Mm, okay. It is. Okay. Okay. And so, what um, what what's on your design wall right now? What are you working on now? Can you tell us? About I that? am. Oh my goodness! I am working on a solo show that will open in Greensboro in August. Uh, a couple years ago, I went over to Revolution Mill, which is an old flannel mill, and it was the only one in the state to produce flannel from start to finish. There were other mills that did part of the process and then sent it on to the next mill for the next step. But they did the whole thing, and the mill building is just a fascinating old building, and they've kept a lot of the industrial components. So there are overhead doors and the brickwork and the dings in the floors, and I just love the visual aspect. So I shot pictures and I'm making designs from those pictures. Three of them were printed at Spoonflower. Uh-huh. And those are, I call my beasts, they're about 72 by 60. So oh. they're, they're big ones. And the other ones use a whole range of quilting techniques. I'm working in groups of four, so that way I can focus on just those four quilts instead of looking at My goal is 20, mm-hmm. and I finished eight of them, so I feel good that I'm moving right along, and I, I, um, I'm I, working on the biggest ones first, oh, so okay. that was a very good decision on that. But it gives me a chance to have a core subject and try different techniques. So each quilt is very, very different. Um, there are two where I use the same picture, and I did slight variations in the designs, whether it was the color or the technique. But I do everything from hand applique, machine quilting, hand quilting, um, straight line. Um, some of them, t- uh, I have some fused pieces. Mm-hmm. So it all depends what the design needs. Oh, wow. So that's that's very exciting, having a solo show. So since you're having a solo show, are these pieces going to be for sale? They will be for sale. Okay. And um, Revolution is has a central gallery, and they're really doing a good job in bringing local artists in who some haven't had shows before. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been a painter, and I think the next one is going to be someone who does images from Instagram. So they're, they're looking for the new technology and the connections to the mill. And uh, my family has been in the textile field for a few generations. Oh, so really? going into the mill, I felt right at home. Oh, um, right. My great-grandfather my great has several patents out on the different loom, loom parts and such. Um, so, yeah, it's it's been... It's been part of the family for a long time. Oh, wow. That's really interesting. I didn't know that. Um, so another question, this is kind of off the wall. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have a hard time selling your pieces? I find that when people want to buy uh, some of my work, I kind of, I, I don't know, it, it, I, I've started to sell things, but um, it, it's very hard. It's kind of like it's a part of me. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if I want to, you know, sell sell things. What is, what's your feeling on that? The ones that I I care about and I'm not quite ready to let go 
I might put a higher price on it. So mm-hmm. if someone's serious about it, we'll talk. Um, I've done some commissions, and I'm very comfortable doing that because it's it's a unique piece for that person. I'm doing one for a friend. Um, second one, the first one was just doing a collage using her granddaughter's baby clothes, and now um, I'm doing one for a grandson. So that is very different, but just a fun quilt and a great keepsake for the family. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you know, so right now I'm doing commissions, and I'm, I'm looking for other ways that I can sell pieces. I just entered a piece into the SACWA, the Studio Art Quilt, um, benefit auction, so that'll get shipped off on Monday, mm-hmm. and it's exciting to see all the different types of uh, types of work that are in there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Um, so, tell me about you know what um, what inspires you. Do you have uh, any quilters or any specific artists that inspire you? Oh goodness, I am always looking at Pinterest to see ideas, whether it's architecture, colors, uh, free motion quilting ideas, art quilt ideas, and then on Facebook, um, belong to Joyful Art Quilting, and that's an international group, so all kinds of people at different stages of quilting, and I'm always on the lookout. Uh, My camera is usually not far, so if I'm either just taking a walk to get the paper, going downtown, just looking at different textures and shapes and just filing that away for future use. And I find that by having that repository, when it comes time to sit down and look for a design, I've got more designs than I can ever think of using. Right, I'm the same way. I have uh, so many, uh, so many pieces that I want to do. Not enough time. Oh my, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I've also started the subscription to Craftsy. Oh. So mm-hmm. if I'm stuck somewhere, I can go online and and just look at somebody's class for a little bit, and I might jump around to the lessons and shake some ideas loose. And I find that works for me. Um, the local quilt shops have some great classes. And my my theory on the, the workshops is it might not be your style, but you're going to learn something. Exactly. So if I go to a traditional workshop, I might learn something about color value and then take it back and adapt it to the way that I work. So I'd say just because something's not your style, take advantage of classes and definitely support your local quilt shop. Definitely. I, I agree with you there. I agree with you there. So I know you have your solo show coming up, but what other future uh-huh. plans do you have? Um, I think that I'm going to be doing some magazine articles and perhaps a gallery book from this show because the history um, is fascinating. There's a photographer who did work during the WPA after the Depression, and his work was responsible. He went into the mills and, you know, at great danger to himself, he went into the mills and documented the child labor. And his work was responsible for a lot of changes in the law. So with the show, I'll definitely have more information about him. And then I've I've done some collaborations with a couple of friends as part of this show. Um, I spoke with 
Rebecca Ron about designing fabric. So she looked at the pictures and chose one and has designed fabric and um, it's up on Spoonflower. So I'm going to use her fabric in one of the pieces. And then the event coordinator took a really fascinating picture around the mill. So I'm going to use that for one of the designs. So I love doing the collaborations, um, working with somebody else and creating a work that is very different. And it, it just brings about a new perspective. Sure, sure. Okay, well, that's great. That's great. Well, thank you so much, uh, Judy, for uh, talking with us today. It's It's been a lot of fun. Um, You're welcome. Thank you so much. Sure. Um, I'd like to also mention that um, I will be teaching at North Carolina Quilt Symposium this year, and this year's symposium is May 31st through June 3rd, and it's at the University of North Carolina in Asheville. And um, if you want to find out more information about that, you can go to AshevilleQuiltGuild.org and learn more. And thanks for listening.